Welcome to the On Target podcast series, where we do insightful conversation with experts from the world of business and technology. In the first episode, we introduce you to Walter, a managing director from HSO International. HSO is our valued partner that brings extensive expertise and experience in the field of Microsoft Cloud Solutions. And we are excited to have Walter join us today. Okay, let's get started. Good morning. My name is Glib. I am delivery manager at OnTarget. And today we are talking with Walter, who is the managing director at HSO International, uh, the company that we are partnered together to deliver and support Microsoft Dynamics solution for end customers. And before we dive deep into details about our partnership, Walter, could you briefly introduce yourself and tell a bit more about your role and HSO in general? Thanks for uh, for, for having this call, Glip, uh, and and uh, great to see you uh, and and uh, you know all all you brave people in Ukraine that we're very much uh, backing up from uh, from personal but also from business and and let's say uh, all perspectives. So. Um, Myself, I'm uh, MD of HO International, uh, working with HO uh, for more than 18 years. Uh, we started a company, let's say it's it's even from the 80s, but uh, we started on Microsoft in 2003. That's when I joined. We were mm-hmm. a small player then, but by now we're over 2,000 people globally on Dynamics uh, okay. 365, FOCE, but also obviously Power Platform, uh, Azure Services, uh, all of those, data analytics. And uh, from that perspective, I've uh, met the, 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 the your founder, Vladimir, already many, many years ago on the Microsoft conferences, and we always had a very good, uh, friendly relationship. Um, but honestly, not doing a lot of business together, but just being, you know, uh, uh, yeah, knowing each other, etc. And then I think when the war breakout broke out, uh, we have quite some Ukrainians in our own team in Amsterdam, in HR International. Mm-hmm. So uh, with that, we also looked to do what we could do more to support. So we took uh, quite some people, families that were coming uh, out of Ukraine and in, you know, in our team and housing, etc. But on the back of that, I also called Vladimir like, hey, is there something we can do with your company? Because there was quite some customers at that time, one year ago, withdrawing because, you know, uh, complexity, uh, fear of, of uh, you know, a delivery certainty, yeah? mm-hmm. uh, um, connections, uh, uh, the, the, the network connections, but also the people and, you know, is it possible to do business? But um, we so we engaged then on a business level with, with, with Vladimir and yourself. And since then, we've been working together very successfully, very happily and in in a good manner and in a good cooperation. And uh, yeah, hence we're on this call as well to uh, to talk a bit about that, I guess. And in general, what kind of services uh, projects do you cooperate with on target and how you foreseen is and how it is evolved now? Yeah, we. St- I, I know on target as a as a full service provider, but we started out with many services because of the situation. Of course, travel is 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 complicated and still mm-hmm. still is. But um, many services and and many services more than support uh, in mm-hmm. in HDO International because we have big programs, we have big customers, international customers globally. 
managed service also means continuous improvement. So it's really also the consultative uh, end mm -hmm. of, of uh, the spectrum. And uh, um, yeah, with the on-target people, uh, we, we work in, in, in those areas. But uh, later on, we also extended to more consultative roles within our global projects. So um, obviously, again, without the travel, uh, leading local workshops is difficult. But, uh, you know, by having uh, one of our architects leading local workshops, then uh, on target people are, are able to pick up from that and mm -hmm. work within the team uh, to perform their consultative, uh, yeah, their, their consultative work. Uh, and that also works very fine. Okay, great. And uh, as an international company whose employees speak different languages, located in different places and work remotely most of the time, can you describe partnership with on targets through this point of view? Do you notice any difficulties? Yeah, well, the, 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 let's say we, we don't have, uh, we are working already in a very international team. So we have an international like, uh, well, at least 30 plus nationalities, similar 20, 25 plus languages, uh, and also all these different cultures and people um, within international being now more than 250 people. Um, means that we are very used to, you know, uh, working in, in an environment where everybody is slightly different, but everybody is very cooperative as well. So, mm -hmm. um, you know, the, 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 the attitude to work in such team has to be very, you know, uh, intrinsically motivated. Uh, it's, it's, it's probably a bit more challenging than, than mm -hmm. you know, your local project. But the people who want to do this are also the kind of people that we like to work with. So they like the challenge. They like uh, new things uh, coming from the international perspective. You meet things that you haven't known, seen before. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's also what we have seen working with, with uh, the on-target people. They blend in really easily, uh, probably quite easy because we in our team also have a mix of, uh, like I said, Ukrainians, Polish people, uh, but honestly, there's also some Russian people within our team who've been living here for more than 10 years. So, and, and also that blends in well, because uh, yeah, in that sense, uh, it, it's war, but you can't never relate it to personal people in that sense. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. uh, uh, so it's also good to see that those things keep on happening and on a human level we we work very well uh, all together in in a in, in a very good collaborative spirit okay it's also nice to hear but uh, also one other question uh, you we a little bit discussed it in the very beginning but you made a decision to start working with Antarget, a target ukraine based company just after the war started uh, so the question is general why so is it uh, from different businesses point of view is quite risky no, the, the, well, we, the, there was definitely some uncertainty at the time. And, and, and now, let's say, looking back or uh, let's say looking at it now, the, you know, it has become more of a stalemate from, but then it was kind of very um, unpredictable what would happen. So, mm -hmm. um, yeah, especially I think the first six months we were on the top of our toes and not obviously not you know the business is important but mostly from a personal perspective how the uh, the people and the teams in uh, ukraine were doing um 
but yeah despite all the all the you know the war activities and impact going on on target managed to yeah to keep delivering and the people were very dedicated with all the support also that they delivered to to you know to 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 the war activities they they kept on doing a perfect job and uh, which was uh, super impressive and we we all admired it a lot um, and I think now despite let's say the you know there's there's still some rockets and network mm -hmm. and energy fallout but the situation has has even improved I would say huh? uh, uh, let's mm -hmm. say things get better more predictable it seems if for now let's let's keep uh, fingers crossed but uh, yes yeah, but 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 let's say uh, the yeah, I think I think the serve delivery is, is 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 let's say pretty normal and very much up to par to what we would expect. So yeah, um, that it has worked out from a business sense uh, very fine. Okay, it's also great to hear. And in general, I know we tried to our best to manage this power supply issue. But there is a question I should ask: Is do you have experienced any significant disruptions? Because of that, uh, is there many maybe situations where people are not presented on a meeting or something like that? No, no, I don't know. There, there's there's probably some small things happening, but no big fallouts. Uh, and yeah, you know, even with every person and supplier, you know, we had COVID. We had <laughs> it's the world is just yes. not hundred percent predictable. The last and, years, uh, exactly. Yeah, exactly, and 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 uh, no, the, the service delivery has been has been very predictable and very solid. So no uh, no big impact there from the war. No. Okay, thank you very much for that feedback, Walter. It's absolutely nice to hear. Now let's talk a little bit about the services we did for you. So we ourselves, when we talk about partner services, we emphasize that our professionals in Dynamics 365 experienced in various industries. So besides in technical and functional knowledge, have you got business related insights from our partnership where people know the business processes, industries, methodologies, etc.? Yeah, and 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 uh, I also asked around, let's say, for so for some individual feedback and uh, uh, let's say indeed besides the technical uh, skills mm -hmm. uh, you know that that's of course uh, different per per resource but but there were some examples where uh, on target people were also used for specific process knowledge mm -hmm. so in in service management knowledge we have one uh, consultant who's, who's very specialized there and we uh, say you are big in service management we have many you know that's often a big part of our manufacturing implementations and we have quite some consultants there but uh, obviously we were lacking one uh, in terms of capacity so uh, that that role for example was perfectly filled filled in with with an on-target resource so um yeah no we we have good experiences uh, on that front as well um you know, also being in workshops, etc. cetera, uh, sometimes in, and especially in this virtual world, I think that has become much more easy to work uh, online, obviously. Mm -hmm. uh, so yeah, like I said, they blend, uh, the on-target resources blend in uh, really well within the teams, uh, not only the technology, not only development, but also really kind of design uh, process uh, conversations. 
Yeah, and we're also saying that most people are working in OnTarget doing services for end customers and the opportunity we find with partners in general is the lack of resources or professionals in that area. So digital transformations are going, ERP implementation projects are going, and we saw that in our country, we saw it around the world. As, and as far as I understood, the initial need why you were looking for the partnership is to be able to timely deliver the service and projects to customers, right? And finding the right professional is not that simple as you might initially think. No, and it, it, it so it takes a kind of personality to, to I think to work within HO International because we our our standards are are high. Mm-hmm. I I notice that when I see kind of uh, sometimes when we take over projects from other partners or it's like yeah honestly I think our 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 structure and, and mm-hmm. levels of quality are uh, our requirements there are much higher. But it also means that the consultants who enter our projects, you know, they need to perform to a certain standard because otherwise it doesn't work. Yeah. And what I've seen with all target, these the people have that uh, kind of quality sense of quality. And plus what is very important, which which we called out and I've prepared this interview a bit is we work in a super structured way with standard working practices all across the board. And that's to keep our global projects you know, under control. Otherwise, you know, you get a kind of messy, unorganized uh, yeah. uh, uh, situation. Yeah. And and especially with global projects, that goes out of hand quite quickly. So we must apply a lot of rigor and structure. And uh, one of the feedback points was that the on-target people are really well in adapting to those standards. So that that that's important as well for us. Yeah, so in the services, we have SLA that should be comply of, right? In the projects, we need to fit the budget and the timeline of it. So yeah, but but also in the details, we have a very detailed DevOps way of working, you know, how, how the whole machine of a project and the service delivery, it's 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 very detailed with, with, with a lot of pre-templated, uh, um, uh, well, uh, implementation toolings. And... Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, what we sometimes see, because we work with many cultures across the globe, that some cultures are like, well, why do we need all of this structure? Because it's a bit of overhead, obviously, as well. Yeah, yeah. But we, from HO International, we know that's necessary to run these big programs. Yeah, you need that kind of uh, rigid structure, etc. So, And with the on-target people, we, yeah, they blend in... Uh, uh, perfectly, they understand why we do this, and, uh, and and that's important for us to keep the quality at the same level. Yeah, and what I've also seen uh, that during the partnership that you also blend the teams, right? No matter is it the partners only there or there's a payroll employees, no matter, all have the same processes and the same the standards that you should follow, and it works well from what I see, and without any need to separate by different kind of services, etc. No, everybody is part of the same team and, and we all work in the same way, etc. There's no distinction indeed. Yeah, you're correct there. All right. And now let's also talk a little bit about end customers and the Microsoft in general. In your opinion, how do you see the future of Microsoft solution for businesses? What value can these technologies bring and how they can actually develop further? The business solutions, because yeah. obviously Microsoft's core business has always been well, office 
uh, operation systems, uh, network, um, um, databases later. Um, but similar to what you can see with 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 with, for example, databases, SQL, etc., and and now the cloud, which is in their core. Um, uh, applications, business applications, is also very much at the core. Only in the let's say 80s, 90s, it wasn't recognized as such, but the amount of business um, processes that were running on Access and Excel was already enormous. Eh? Yeah. And so with the addition of uh, FOCE, I think that has materialized into a more standardized uh, product offering there to compete with SAP and Oracle. Um, but now with the Power Platform, which I always call uh, MS Access on uh, on steroids uh, in the cloud. Is is let's say there's also this kind of intermediate uh, um, tooling that that you know um, addresses the, the 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 let's say the white space between standard applications and pure pure customized kind of. Uh, uh, um, the pure customized world, and I think it addresses it very nicely in a way that you can work in a secure way with uh, uh, structured data, but also build your own kind of unstructured or less structured uh, business process or less standard business processes rather, and that together um, it gives a really powerful platform approach, and and that's where we typically win, and I also think that's where Microsoft will keep on investing and will keep on winning. And you know, it's a, it's a big market out there. So, well, we, what means winning? You, you know, you'll never be 100% uh, market uh, market share. But uh, I believe that the momentum is there, is still there. It's ongoing, and that we keep on winning more deals and more deals, and and that Microsoft. Uh, in the business application space in combination with you know the strength in azure cloud and uh, and data analytics uh, uh yeah is 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 uh, i would say the best bet of of all tech companies so uh, yeah I've, i i and at SEO we still feel very confident with our commitment to microsoft yeah and there's also a great analogy that i heard from microsoft when they describe the power platform is that uh, in the business it landscape there's always the top of the iceberg, right? There we have the big application like ERP, the CRM, etc. But also at the bottom of the iceberg, there is a lot of non-structured solutions, like you mentioned, the Excel, the Access, whatever, which sometimes central IT doesn't even aware of, right? But they still need to have a good governance, the control, the security of that application. And I think this is where the Power Platform shine. Yeah. Yeah, and there's so much when you start digging in there, there's always so much you find in companies. It's it's like, well, in a way, it's sometimes also quite shocking what they all do in, in all those remote uh, applications. So, no, there's a, there's a big opportunity. And especially now in the situation where privacy uh, and security have become much more important. I think it's, yeah. it's so important to bring it under a better technology uh, kind of umbrella than 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 uh, than it is now or that it was before. So, yeah, big big opportunity there. S similar, of course, with security. And again, you uh, and Ukraine and and, and there, there's a real war going on, but there's also a cyber war yeah, on the yes, back going yes, on. Exactly. 
Yeah? Which we, we, we don't even, you know, we, we, we don't capture like 5% of it probably, what's all happening there. Yeah, uh, under the hood, behind the scenes, but yeah, that that's also the reality which won't go away the next year. So, uh, so also from that perspective, I think the Microsoft technology is perfectly equipped for businesses to uh, be that uh, that core technologies in 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 the customers' technology stack. Yeah, and we also have the situation in Ukraine before uh, that. Uh... People and companies were asking about about what on-premises solution that they can manage the security and everything on their side. But we know this uh, war shows that there is a very high level of the cybersecurity uh, required. And you know, companies start thinking, okay, maybe we should move to the cloud because we'll still have the access anywhere around the world when even if we move somewhere. And also the Microsoft provide the right tools and technology to really uh, have a higher level of the, uh, the security and privacy uh, to comply with uh, the current and uh, modern needs. Yeah, no, sure. So, uh, no, very confident in Microsoft, very confident in the market, in short. Yeah. All right. And also, Walter, do you have anything uh, to add to all these uh, topics we, we have a conversation about today? N nothing really to add there. I, 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 you know, it's super important to continue our our great uh, cooperation and in general our partnership. So I we enjoy it. I think uh -huh. you enjoy it. So so we'll uh, we'll we'll keep moving and we'll keep supporting uh, uh, in that in the broader sense also the Ukraine and, and the people. But we all yeah, it's also a very healthy and good business partnership. So thanks for that. Also, thank you very much, Walter, for the partnership and the general support you provide. And we are looking forward for the more collaboration and mutual projects in the future. And then I, if after a year partners see something more to add, it means that everything is good between them, right? Okay, and also thank you very much for the interview. Super. You're welcome. You have a great day, Glib. Uh, you too. Have a good day. Bye. See you later.